Welcome to the Happy Rant Podcast, the podcast in which Stephen Altrogi, Barnabas Piper, and Ted Cluck cheerfully rant about all the things that don't matter all that much. And now, buckle up for today's episode. Hey, welcome to the Happy Rant Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined as always by my good friends, Barnabas Piper and uh, Ron Martin. Uh, gentlemen, we, uh, we have another kind of theme episode uh, lined up for today. The, uh, the readers have spoken, the listeners have spoken, and uh, they have weighed in with a bunch of would-you-rathers. Uh, are you guys familiar with this game, would-you-rather? I am. It's, uh, it, I feel like it was sort of a junior high youth retreat staple, uh, like in, on long van rides or something like that. Also, it was in the movie So I Married an Axe Murderer with Mike Myers. Do you remember that? Kind of a yes. 90s, yep. 90s classic. They're I, in the cafe. I, I love the movie. The movie's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. They I don't great. remember the I don't remember the Would You Rather segment in that movie. Well, they had have I ever s- really played Would You Rather? So I, you know, they had a great sesh of Would You Rather in which it was Myers, uh, his girlfriend, and his his friend Tony, who was dating this girl who like didn't understand the concept of the game and just like brought it down every time she spoke. So nice. Uh, Maybe we'll I'll to... be maybe I'll be that guy. So <laughs> I don't think so, man. I don't think anyone will be that guy. So oh, okay. Uh, I think we've got uh, well, we've got a great a great lineup of questions here. Barnabas, I, I, did... I, I'd like to address the the calling Ronnie Ron thing. Like yeah? Ron Martin sounds like my accountant. I don't have an accountant, but if I did, he'd be named Ron Martin. Uh, is that is that something <laughs> you actually go by, Ronnie? No, you know what, Ted? I was going to let that slide, man, um, because okay. there's really only been one person in history, which is an old high school friend of mine named John Jones, that ever mm. called me Ron. And Ron never stuck. Ron felt yeah. like the name I was supposed to graduate to when I turned <laughs> 64, and it just right. hasn't happened yet. So, See, well, I'm just, I'm just, neither has 64. So, right, I'm That's pushing you on to 64. I'm getting you used to it. But Big T, let me just tell you, it's it's perfectly acceptable if that just slips out. I'm not. Okay. That's not a four-letter word to me. You can throw Ron out at me. It's okay, guys. Listen, I'm glad we had this talk. Yeah, really. it felt like it felt like something that needed addressing. You so. know, we're better for it. I think we're better. We're, for be- it we're, we're better friends for it, Anaheim. <laughs> what was that a reference to? I don't know that one. Swingers. Why do I not know that reference from Swingers? I have. Dude, seen remember you when watched uh, that movie Pipe? I think it's. A time I need. For yeah, I need to rewatch yeah. it. I mean, I've seen it. It just. Uh, it doesn't hold quite the same place of affection in my heart that it seems to in yours. Yeah, it holds a huge place of affection in our hearts, and it's uh, it's a reference to the scene where Sue and uh, and Mikey fight in the uh, in the parking lot of the Dresden, um, and then they make up a couple of days later in uh, in in Sue's apartment, where Mikey says, "You know what? We're better friends for it." Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a sentimental moment. Piper, take an hour or two and watch Swingers about seven or eight more times, and then you can lock into really half the things that me and Ted even say. On this program, so, so you mean references. take it? You mean take an hour, seven or eight times? So really, seven or so eight, seven hours. Or eight hours. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to phrase it in a way that might draw you in, but yes, you, you caught my uh, so, phrase in a way that might so be a little more. Take palatable. an entire work day and watch yes. this on repeat. That's, Absolutely, that's better than working some days. So I may do that. You Absolutely. can throw in the headphones and and. Pull it up on the old lap tee and, and look like you're doing some work. That's right. Yeah, Just absolutely. toggle between screens. It's really the listening that I need to do anyway, apparently. Oh, ab- yeah, that's it. I think you nailed it. Speaking yeah. of pretending to do work, guys, we have to pretend to do the work of being uh, hosts of this program and personalities. Right. right. And uh, as such, we have some would-you-rathers to bat around. Uh, and these are great. So what I'm going to do is, uh, is read you uh, the name of the person who sent the would-you-rather and then I'll I'll read you the actual would you rather, and then we can uh, we can banter accordingly. Sound okay? 
Yeah. Let's do it. All right. So this is from our boy, Brian Hughes, who says, would Ted rather ride on the back of a motocross bike with at Ronnie J. Martin or play tackle football with the entire Piper family? Wow. Yeah. Hard hitting, man. Just right off the bat. Why don't you dialogue on that one for a minute there, Big T? You know what? Yeah, that one was that one was kind of uh, kind of directed at me. So I'll take it. I'll be brief. Uh, I would rather ride on the back of the motorcycle. And here's why. Um, I've played a lot of tackle football in my life. And while I love that, um, tackling anyone in the Piper family is not a that, that's not a fantasy or an abiding kind of desire that I have. Whereas uh, I don't know, Big R, like putting on that Fox racing kind of garish loud shirt and uh, and, and sort of, you know, uh, spooning on the back of a motocross bike, man. That's. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, is what you're is that a fantasy that you that, have? It's not a fantasy, game? but uh, but but it's something I've never done. You know, I mean, it could be an enjoyable thing. And and by the way, I mean, when they say tackle with the Piper family, I mean, is that yeah. is that literal or is that like theological tackling? I mean, where where? Oh would that no, go I, I took that? that as literal. I'm, I'm, okay. I mean, I'm a strict you know literal interpretation guy, so. I, oh, I took it as okay. literal as well, and uh, there's only one person in my family. Well, that's not true. There's two people in my family who have played tackle football, but my dad quit when he was like 13. <laughs> uh, he played for a team called the Texas Termites in in nice. Greenville, South Carolina, nice. and uh, and then I played up through high school. And then my brothers were more on the soccer baseball spectrum. Mm-hmm. So, I, oh, actually, one of my brothers was a kicker. But that doesn't okay. count as playing football. That's so, Ted, that wouldn't be that bad. I mean, you'd have a fighting chance. You'd have oh, a fighting chance. I suspect, I suspect Ted would have more than a fighting chance. Uh, yeah, like I just – I envision like fitting John Piper with one of those Riddell air helmets and like pumping air into it and like getting the equipment right. And, you know, it just, it just seems like a big hassle. John, you know? Piper, John Piper and eye black is very intimidating. I bet. So all of that, and you'd still rather hop on the back of my bike, dude? I, I would, I'm man. Impressed. I'd rather, I'd rather take a take a ride on the old, uh, the old motocross bike, man. All right. I I would rather ride the motocross bike than play tackle football with my family as well. Wow, that's really impressive. I I would have not thought that that's where the opinions would have gone on this one. Okay, well, I you know who? You know what theologian author plays actual like rousing games of tackle football with his family? And I've been invited to participate. Is uh, Mahanes. C.J. Mahaney, our boy Mahanes. Oh yeah, and you've because you, you've done a little guest work on Mahanes Sports. I've done some so, guest yeah. work on his program, and uh, and and yeah, I've been invited. So uh, maybe one day I'll get to I'll get to play a little theology tackle football. Can you? Well, it's going to be you yeah, imagine a little, little you, charismatic tackle football there. I mean, yeah, exactly. Can you imagine the heat you would take if, say, like <clears throat> you concussed John Piper? Oh, dude, <laughs> I would be I would be public enemy number one, and and reformed him that's for sure well, you'd make a lot of friends too but uh that's you'd true. make a lot of enemies yeah i, I, I mean i think we're talking about a new book idea right now tackling john piper Con- yes. concussing piper concussing oh, concussing piper i love it he'd be in concussion protocol after we played yeah it'll go along with that new will smith movie that just came out you know somehow Absolutely. we'll combine those things yeah. a little controversy you know yes. i like it guys you're winning me over maybe maybe i would choose to tackle football with the <laughs> You know, just, just for the sake of the cheap shots up for interpretation. Let's uh, let's move on, gentlemen. We've got one here from uh, Victoria Wilson. And I, I'm going to be real frank and honest with you guys right now. I know this is going to shock you, but I really haven't looked at these uh, yet. So 
I can't speak to the strength or veracity of any of these because we're just taking them as they go. So, Guys, I can't work like this anymore. Well, no, I, I think I think this is better because if you had looked at them, you might have you might have sort of prepped your answer. Like I yeah. looked at them because I had to collect the ones that I thought should be put on the show, and but I have had to intentionally try to forget them as well. Right, right, exactly, man, exactly. Uh, so, okay, this is from Victoria Wilson. Uh, she says, "For you dads, which is all three of us." Uh, would you rather never see a sporting event again or have to attend Frozen on Ice every day for the rest of your life? Oh. Oh, I would never see a sporting event again. Because, I mean, if it was like Frozen on Ice once a month, yeah, then, then I'm, <clears throat> I might go that route. But yeah. I will give up sports rather than taking two hours <laughs> out of my day every single day to go watch amateur singers belt out Let It Go while sliding around on white figure skates. Yeah, that sounds a little hellish. Big R, what are your what are your thoughts on this one? I mean, I feel like do you really need to ask me? You're not a sporting event guy, are you? I'm so not this doesn't at all. really apply to you. Yeah, no. I don't like I don't like live events. I'm not a live event guy. I don't even like live concerts. I like recorded music. I yeah, just the live event thing is is not my my gig actually. So guys, I would I would choose to attend Frozen on Ice. Because it would give me the option to to continue watching sporting events. Now, yeah, that's two every hours a day? day. That's not realistic. Every day? Guys, listen. I guess, I guess the way I took this was from Victoria. Like, I would never even get to watch football on TV again. You know what I mean? I, I thought this was a, a strict either or. Um, so I feel like attending Frozen on Ice would give me the option to then go home and, like, flip on a football game if I want. Big T, you really are a literalist, aren't you? I am. I'm trying to – guys, I'm trying to see this – Without the lens of interpretation. Well, right. I, I, well, I think the interpretation is part of what makes for the fun because <clears throat> I, I mean, I took it the same way you did for the most part, Ted. But like, mm. I don't think I could give. I think I would never turn on the TV and watch sports again, as opposed to taking two hours out of every day, especially if you've got commute time and parking. Yeah, and like, that's am, I, am I paying for Frozen on Ice every day? Oh, that's an interesting. Goodness sakes, I'd be broken a month. You would. And you know what, Barnabas, too, I mean, to that point, you have daughters, so I think you've got a unique insight on this that I don't have because I, I've, I don't think I've yet sat through an entire screening of Frozen. I mean, well, see, I think I've... I, if this, okay, if this was the movie Frozen, mm-hmm. I would watch it once a day so that I could continue... Um, so that I could continue watching sports, but these the on ice aspect that takes this to a level of that like that's seventh level of hell stuff, right? But I mean, really, Piper? Yeah. I mean, you you really would sit there and watch Frozen once? I just feel like the whole thing is preposterous. If the alternative is okay, this is the penance you pay, so you can continue doing anything watching sports. I think I would. I think I would do it. But after two hours a day, you don't even have time to watch sports anymore. Oh, you can because you can stream sports while Frozen is on. There's no rules here about what you can watch simultaneously. Okay, I think this is getting tedious, man. Next question. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's because we started talking sports. From our host, Ronnie Martin. Okay, next question. Uh, This is from Blake McCullough. Uh, He says, would you rather be a member of Osteen's church or have your shepherd's pouch be empty for the rest of your Christmases. So, Osteen's church or an empty uh, shepherd's pouch for the rest of your Christmas life. I mean, I feel yeah. like I feel like empty's shepherd. I mean, again, I did not grow up 
with the kind of privileges that B pipe did. <laughs> the kind the of Shepherd access Pouch. and decadence on Christmas. Absolutely. Week. So I, I mean, this is really coming from a dark place, mm. from a place of inexperience, but I, I, think I would, game, I would give up the shepherd's pouch. I, I can't, Man, I, I can't attend Osteen Stadium service every week. I mean, that's that's not an option for me. Well, here's the thing. I'm pretty sure if you're a member of Osteen's church, you don't actually have to attend. You just... Yeah, there's <laughs> no accountability whatsoever. I'm, well, I mean, there, there's, there's no accountability somebody with the in preacher, that 25,000 so. people is like showing up every week, though. You know? That's true. That's true. Yeah, man, you guys are getting real nuancy on this. Like, we wouldn't have to show up necessarily. I, uh, I, I, would, I would take empty shepherd's pouches. Um, I can assure the listeners that having an empty shepherd's pouch, uh, not as bad as it's cracked up to be or feared to be, <laughs> yeah. I should say. Cause you've already experienced that Piper yep. of having empty shepherd's pouches or, or having no, sh- or having no shepherd's pouches. Correct. You know, cause I gave that up when I moved away from home. Uh, so yeah, I don't think come hell or high water, I would join Osteen's church. Yeah. I would have a hard time doing that as well. So I, I think. Guys, we're three for three on the empty shepherd's pouch on uh, on that question from our boy uh, Blake McCullough. Let's uh, let's get another one. This one is a little bit a uh, little bit snarky. I don't know if it was meant to be taken literally. It's got the winky face at the end though, so I think that's sort of I think that's supposed to yeah. soften the blow. It softens the snark a little bit. The winky face does. So this is from uh, Caleb Lant, and he says this: Would you rather read Marilyn Robinson or Flannery O'Connor? Dot, 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 because they are both awesome, you jerks. And I'm not even a hipster winky face. So this is Caleb doing a thing that I really like, which is indicating that he's a diehard listener by referencing something that we brought up in the past. Um, So kudos to you, Caleb Land, for doing that. Um, Yeah, guys. That was was really well played by Caleb because that was – it's like a subtle reference also. Yeah. uh, Also gives an illusion of his – his reading level and intelligence because yeah. he thinks both of these people are awesome. Whereas I have not read much of Flannery O'Connor at all, at all. And I made it about four pages into one of Marilyn Robinson's books. So uh, he's a better reader than I am. Apparently it's wow. really the perfect tweet from Caleb. You know, yeah, he, he, I stand in awe of it. it. Hey, who's the big winner today? Caleb, Caleb, Caleb's the big winner. The big winner. Caleb wins. Yeah, it's another swingers reference. Yep, I got that one. Good. Yep, that one. That one. Uh, that one popped. All right. You know what? So, Let's. Uh, so the question, though, uh, I I think I would rather read O'Connor because I don't know her stuff well enough to know whether or not I don't like it. Yeah. Big R. Wow. I I don't I have no I don't know who those people are. I don't know anything. <laughs> um. Yeah. And now, if you would have thrown Jeanette Oak in there, we'd be having a convo right now. Let's do another one. Let's do, would you rather read Jeanette Oak or, uh, let's see. Oh, Karen Kingsbury. That's exactly who I was going to say. Because they're the only two that I know. You know what? what? And it's almost insulting to Jeanette Oak fans that you would put Karen in with her. So (laughs) my answer is obviously Jeanette. What about Beverly Lewis? That's not even fair. That's like trade paperback compared with like a legitimately amazing storyteller. Again, which is Jeanette Oak. There it is. There it is. All right. So we so we have dumbed Marilyn Robinson and Flannery O'Connor down to Jeanette Oak versus Karen Kingsbury, Karen Kingsbury, and offended Ronnie in the process, and probably no, also offended, offended Caleb Bland. Yeah. So uh, I know we we did offend Caleb. So should we? Because Caleb is the big winner today. Maybe we should all personally apologize to Caleb. We should, Caleb. We're sorry. Very sorry. Sorry, brother. All right, guys. This is from uh, this is from Sean Kalich. 
this one is pretty intriguing, I have to say. We're going we're gonna to agonize over this a bit, uh, I dare say. He says, uh, would you rather talk predestination with a college undergrad or a kindergartner? This this was oh, wow. this may have been my favorite one on the list. I think it was mine too. And this guy, no doubt, is a is a college professor, or he's in college ministry. Yeah, right? he's an he's an RA in a dorm. He's something RA in a dorm. Yeah, he's seen it all. This guy, this Sean Kalich. So, wow. uh, what what say you, gentlemen? Um, go ahead, pipe. <laughs> well, there was there was an interesting Twitter conversation around this one because I responded to it from the Happy Rant uh, account and said, "Aren't those basically the same thing?" Ooh. Um, <clears throat> and uh, and then somebody else responded and said, "Does the college undergrad have a uh, have a philosophy, or is he majoring in philosophy? Because in that case, definitely choose the kindergartner, oh. which I thought was very good insight." Ouch! Ouch! So yeah, yeah I I think I'm with that commenter. Um, if it's a philosophy student, like, forget about it. Um, but yeah, I, I just being that being that I'm employed by a college and I love my job, uh, I'm I'm compelled to say a college undergrad. I just remember my own arguments about this when I was in college, and I hate myself as I think about them because yeah, as I, you should, you know. Yeah, I just I mean, I wish I could go back and just smack myself for the way that I argued about it. So I'm, I'm leaning towards kindergartner, but having tried to talk to kindergartners over the last several years with multiple ones of them in my home, uh, that doesn't sound very appealing either. But here's the thing. Kindergartners have incredibly short attention spans. So if you start talking to them about this and then like hold out some gummy bears in your hand, conversation over problem solved. See, that's what I think. I feel like the last time I had this conversation was in kindergarten. So uh, yeah, I I think... You tackled all those tough theological issues as a kindergartner. You know what? I grappled with these things early on, fellas. And, mm. uh, but and then, I, oh, I look, my, gummy bears. I, and I came to my conclusion, which was that God chose the gummy bears that I would eat uh, before the foundation of the world and throughout all eternity. Mm. So, um, yeah, I think I just go back to a kindergartner because like you said, Piper, and you said it well, um, it would be a convo that would last about 0.8 seconds, and then we can move on to other issues. Yeah, it would be really pressing issues like can we turn on Frozen? Right. Oh, are we going? But please, let's not go back for that one. <laughs> let it go, pipe. I beg. Yeah, let it go. I beg mm. you. See what I did there? Oh, yeah, Ron- that was tricky. Ronnie doesn't bother me anyway. Guys, we've got one next here that is a little bit difficult for me. I'm not going to lie. Um, this one hits a little bit close to home. I feel a little hurt, a little wounded. So uh, you guys will have to walk me through this, okay, and help me just deal with it. Uh, this is from Emma Grace. Uh, she says this at Happy Rant Pod. Would you rather only be able to wear '90s Christian T-shirts, and we all know how hideous those are? Uh, so, would you rather only be able to wear '90s Christian T-shirts, or, and this is the painful part, have to sport a man bun? Um, oh. Now, well, yeah, see, I don't understand why this is painful for you, Ted, because your decision is clearly made. Yeah, what's painful is that I'm sporting a man bun right now. Except that what what hurts me, I guess. And she's not on the program, so she can't speak to this. Is that Emma Grace would would equate sporting a man bun with wearing like a hideous '90s Christian T-shirt? Man, well, that's s- that's the part I'm I'm grappling with. Since she has Grace as part of her name, let's assume she she meant this in 
with the best possible intentions, which really means she's asking me and Ronnie because okay. because you have made your opinion on uh, and <clears throat> your commitment to the man bun known. So let's let's assume that you are exempt from this question, and Ronnie and I have to figure out which of these is a more tolerable answer. Yeah. All right, guys. So go, man. Ronnie, you get to go first on this one. Yeah, you know, um, I, I know why she combined the two. So I, there's a part of me that wants to, to plead the fifth on this one. But, um, you know, for the sake of good sportsmanlike conduct, there's a little <laughs> sports thing for you, boys. Enjoy oh, it. Oh, nice. Um, I like that. You I, watch uh, a lot of sports. I'm going to go, you know, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go man bun on this one. I, I cannot... I will. I will not be wearing a third day or grandma train or DC talk Jesus freak T-shirts ever at any point in my life. Not even ironically. I, I can't do that. Yeah. The the um, fact that it says '90s Christian T-shirts is just the the crusher on this because, like, there are T-shirts that are put out now that are subtle enough or artful enough, like the stuff that say uh, missional wear puts out. That I'm like, okay, I absolutely. could I could wear those and not yeah. <clears throat> not go through life ashamed of myself or my faith. Um, this one though, oof. yeah. Do it. I mean, I'm assuming that this is like in perpetuity. Like, there's no yeah. there's no time limit on this. Mm. Oh man! Well, you also got to consider the fact that if you decide on the man bun thing, it's going to take a while to grow your hair out, Piper. Okay, so, then I'm then I'm picking that because my hair grows really slow, which means I would have like a solid nine to twelve months before I'd even have to do that. Maybe by then the man bun will be out of style. And uh, yeah, you can work out your theology yeah. in that nine to twelve months about it, and then when it comes, you can figure out where you're going to go with it. Or I can so. research '90s Christian T-shirts and come up with two or three that are okay and just wear them on rotation. I don't no, know. go back to your first thing. Okay. Go back to your first thing. Yeah. All right. Man bun it is because, I yeah, I can't wear the Lord's Gym t-shirts. You know what, guys? We need to have somebody Photoshop pipe in a man bun in a Lord's Gym t-shirt and let the people decide. You know? Yeah. If we can, if we can get that to happen Did through you, the goal of technology. I'm assuming you guys saw this because about at least 10 people showed it to me knowing my aversion to the man bun. There is apparently a clip-on man bun. It's like a. No, yeah, I believe it. It's not I like a, it. It's not like a wig. It, it's or a weave. It's like this thing that you just sort of stick on the back of your head. <laughs> and it's and it's supposed to look like I don't I don't understand. Why don't you yeah. like Why don't you go like go on Amazon and try to find it, order it, and then yeah, get a shot. Get a shot of you wearing that thing pipe, and that can mm, be. If a listener would like to purchase that for me, I might consider doing that. I'm not spending a dime of my own money on maybe a maybe one money. of your co-hosts will, and we'll send it to you, and we can go from there. Dude, I think Emma Gray should purchase that for the program. <laughs> you know what? That's a good point. I like that. Let's encourage her to do that. All right, Emma Grace. If you're listening, Emma Grace, we encourage you to buy the man bun, send it straight to Piper, and we'll see what happens after that. That's good radio, gentlemen. That is good radio. Mm-hmm. All that's right. the thing, but that's good radio. All right. Are we, uh, are we ready to move on to, uh, to the next one? This one involves sarcasm. Um, this is from Grace Tara Berry. Uh, she says this, would you rather be unable to use sarcasm for a week, so no sarcasm for a week, or eat kale for every meal for a day? And I did get clarity in this. That's only kale every meal for a day. So only kale every meal for one day um, or not being able to use sarcasm. I, I don't think I could go without using sarcasm. So I think I would have to to buckle down and eat the kale. Yeah, I I would suffer through the kale, and I would just consider it like fasting or a cleanse or something. Right. But yeah, I I would basically be a mute otherwise. Yeah, 
Yeah, there would be very little to say, wouldn't there? Which Gosh, which, which means everybody know. else might vote for that. But Big R, you strike me as a little bit less sarcastic than me and Pipe. So how do, how do, how does this strike you? I mean, I only use sarcasm during my sermons uh, when I'm doing one-on-one discipleship stuff with my wife in my <laughs> small group, and yeah. um, you know when I'm at the grocery store. So I, I think I could go a week w- without doing it and just mm-hmm. uh, and, and be okay, man. You know, but you know what the 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 day with kale would be like a good cleansing day. So I, you know, I think I, you know, and I'm kind of shocked. You think I'm not as sarcastic as you and Pipe? That's that's kind of shocking to me that you would think that, Big T. Let's talk about yeah, that for a minute. You know what, man? You're a you're a man of the cloth. Um, Which, by the way, somebody just said that to me in all seriousness yeah. recently. But carry on. You're a man of the cloth. I mean, you're you're sort of keeping watch over people's souls. I just I guess kind of assumed that you were a little less on the sarcastic tip. I guess it just depends, like when you know what the context is. Yeah, my my whole thing is <laughs> whenever somebody says something, my first thing is like. What's the least sarcastic way you can say this so that you don't get in trouble? Yeah. Because it's just – it's literally just bleeding out of me all the time. So the difference well, yeah. between you and me is that I don't think what's the least sarcastic thing I can right. say to avoid getting in trouble. Right, because you, you technically can't get in trouble the same way that That's I That's true. I'm not yeah. of the cloth as they say. Right. <clears throat> which, exactly. is, which is one of the creepiest descriptions of clergy by the way. Yeah, that is strange. There's, it is. And it's weird when you're like called that by somebody and they're serious about it and you're looking at them thinking, did we just, did we literally just back to the future, back to like the 1800s? Like, dude, how I bet is it was that a, still a phrase? I bet it was a grizzled old person, wasn't it? It wasn't. It was like a younger guy. And what? he goes, well, you know, Ronnie, you being a, uh, you know, you being, and he was kind of stuttering, he was kind of <laughs> stumbling over his words. He's like, you know, you being a, uh, you know, a, a man of the cloth and everything. It's literally oh, how that's he said it. Well, that makes went, total oh. sense because there, there are people who are so outside of like church culture that they wouldn't, they don't, I mean, it's just like if you say, like if people ask me what I studied in college and I say theology, they go, oh, did you want to be a priest? Like that's, right. people only right. have one term or point of reference if they're not as steeped in weirdo Christian culture as we are. Right. Yeah, good point. Good point, Pipe. Man of the well, clock. gentlemen, let's go. Let's move on to a little lighter topic. Um, this is from Jonathan Mooney. He says, "Would you rather have to watch Frozen once a week or only listen to Nickelback?" So again, with the the Frozen is a is a recurring theme here. This for, is not on ice. This is Frozen the movie. This is just Frozen the movie. Would you rather have to watch it once a week or only listen to Nickelback? Uh, oh, I got to go with Frozen on that. I mean, it's not even a question. For Once me. a yeah. week isn't even that bad. No, it's yeah. it's really not. And I mean, if you listen to music every day, can you imagine that only being Nickelback? Dude, it would it would it would alter the chemistry of your brain. Yeah, I, permanently. If people it, think I'm curmudgeonly now, just imagine if I had to listen to Nickelback every single day. I would basically stop listening to music altogether, and I don't think that's good for one soul. Piper, are you curmudgeonly? Let's talk about that. For I get about. accused of being curmudgeonly mainly because I think people don't understand sarcasm. Yeah. So I, I poke fun at lots of things, and I like sure. to point out idiosyncrasies in things. But uh, I'd, but people find me very curmudgeonly, usually in sort of a humorous way. They don't, it's not like a, you're, you're a crank. But are you at are you church curmudgeon on Twitter? <laughs> I am not <laughs> church curmudgeon on Twitter. <clears throat> okay. I uh, I just had to ask because no, we're going through church, that right now. Church curmudgeon does a uh, does a very good job with that account though. It's a very yeah. funny account. 
Yeah, he's good. I just didn't know if it was you or not. No, it's but. not me. I don't uh, I don't run any fake Twitter accounts because I say enough things that might get me in trouble with my real one. If you took away the filter of this is actually me, I would uh Yeah. I don't, I don't know where that would take me. It could be it would a go bad. Dark, it, it would could go be a really, really wrong. Dark and ugly place. Yeah, you'd become like Jared Wilson. So <laughs> <laughs> he might actually be church curmudgeon. I don't know. No, he's not, man. I've actually interviewed the real church curmudgeon. Oh. I wait, I thought Wilson was fake John Piper. He was. Yeah. Wow. He outed himself some time ago, I think, because he was he was done with the account. Oh man. He did a good All job that, with that one too. It was very funny. It was funny. All that free time. That's yeah. Gentlemen, we've got uh, we've got another one here from Riley Roberson, uh, who asks, Would you rather fight Sylvester Stallone from Rocky? Or Sylvester Stallone from Rambo. This so, is a wow. really this is a really good question. I mean, that this really is this man. is a really. plus. Would you rather? It hey, really before is. we yeah. start, can I say something? Sure. Um, Big T, did you notice who just won Best Supporting Actor at the Globes? <laughs> Baby, do you even have to ask that question? Of course, I'm just asking as a, as a point of reference for you to announce it to our listeners. Absolutely, it was Sylvester Stallone of this question and of the movie Creed. Most recently, and who just got nominated mm. for an Academy Award? Mm, let me think. The self same Sylvester Stallone of this question and of the movie Creed. Which uh, my you- next question would be on the heels of that: When are we meeting up in Toledo, Ohio, to celebrate? Baby, listen to me. We we should meet up to watch the Oscars in Toledo because you know what? There's nothing more glamorous than Oscar night in Toledo, Ohio. At the, you know, at I'm the a, red I'm a roof in, and I'm married. And I, I can't. I cannot literally afford to to delve into that kind of decadence, Big T. You should <laughs> exactly. Even ask me there, that. there would be stumbling blocks of plenty. Um, we can't do it. I mean, we 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 can't we can't do Toledo like we used to, Big R. Um, the the town is just too. It's too. Dec- it, it is. Well, guys, what about this question? Who who are you fighting here? Sly Stallone from Rocky or from Rambo fame? Well, I feel like in the interest of not dying, you have to pick Rocky. <laughs> yeah. That, that's really good, Pipe. Talk about that a little bit more. Well, I I believe, having not seen all of the Rambo movies, I know one of them was called First Blood, and I know that there are YouTube videos with uh, like ticker counts of all the people that he kills in various Rambo movies. Um, and I understand he does this with knives and bows and arrows and guns and just about anything else that he can get his hands on, probably bare hands involved as well. Whereas Rocky just beats people senseless. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, so, so, and you, you know, he's wearing gloves, sure. which doesn't really stop the impact, but you know, it's not the same as a, you know, combat knife of some variety. So yeah, I think uh, I think I would go Rocky on this, dude. It would it would be a dream for me to fight Rocky, man. In the in the Philadelphia Spectrum, the old Spectrum with the, you know, all the pageantry and the and the glamour that that involves, and you know, to train for it, I would have my own training montage, you know, and uh, and to get into the ring with with old Rocky would be a, a thrill. So I'm I'm and, going that direction. I mean, and if man, you, I would love to see that. If you yeah. lost, you'd have an awesome story to tell. I mean, Absolutely. assuming, yeah, you, were, I lost assuming you didn't have brain damage and couldn't remember it. But like, yeah, there's no I, losing. That's the point. There's Despite no losing. Rocky, it's there's a really win-win. no losing. Yeah. Right. And and in highly televised, which I'm assuming it would be because it's Rocky uh, fights, the loser wins a lot of money too, or gets Absolutely. gets a decent payday. So yeah, I mean, I, that's a win-win-win, except for the pain in one's face. Right. 
any, and you any, know what they say: pain in one's face is temporary. Uh, pride is forever. And and money is really nice. Um, <clears throat> Ronnie, any thoughts on this one? Anything that we I mean? Missed? Yeah, I would go with Rocky, I, but I would like to go with the Rocky from the new Rocky. If I had to be in the ring with him, <laughs> good point. Trainer, trainer Rocky, <laughs> not uh, you know, not light heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah, Rocky. I don't want to go with Rocky for Rocky when he was actually starting to get kind of cut. I want to go with like. 72 year old rocky and even then <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna be like really afraid but the i rocky, feel like i would be spoiler afraid. alert cancer you know um right that's, that's the rocky that you want to be exactly want. i mean yeah, right right gentlemen what about this one would you uh and this is not going to be this is not going to mean a whole lot to big r because he's not a sports guy but nevertheless uh would you rather have sat courtside to see michael jordan or have been in the front row for michael jackson so, what do you think, guys? Michael Jordan or Michael Jackson? Two great Michaels in pop culture. Well, look, I'll just go first because you tried to oust me from this one anyway. Um, <laughs> Maybe I'm not, not trying to oust. Listen, don't talk like that. No, I know. I know. But I, I know where you're going with that. And I, I respect okay. that I'm not a sports guy, even though I probably know my fair share about National League baseball. That I, I just don't like to talk about it a lot. It brings <laughs> up a lot of memories with my pops. You've been to all um, those games with Smikowski? Growing up as a Dodgers fan, spending plenty of time at the stadium, I might add. Nevertheless, Dude, all right, listen, I'm going to drop connected. that little jewel right there. You guys can do with that what you will. But, remember when uh, we connected over the Penguin Ron Say while we were uh, eating ice well, that, cream? And that's walking what I'm talking back, about. I mean, that golf that shock, I mean, you're probably still in shock over that. I was right in now, shock, but it was a great, it was a great moment talking about the Dodgers. Oh, yeah. Ron so um, having said that, you know what, man? This is probably going to shock you, fellas. Yeah. I, I'd I'd rather be uh, I'd rather be courtside for Jordan than Jackson. Whoa, there it is. Can you yeah. can you uh, since that is a surprising answer? Uh, mm-hmm. Would you care to explain why? Well, because here's the thing: I I really really don't enjoy live concerts like on any level. So I think I would have a much much more enjoyable time courtside. Um, you know, e- you know, having having a hot dog and some popcorn and just relaxing in a game setting, which I think would be just be far more enjoyable for me, especially if I was with you guys and you're giving me like the history and like you're talking about like the, you know, all the, all the contracts that Jordan has, how much money he's making, you know, why he's on the cover of people magazine that week. That's the stuff I I like lifestyle stuff with sports. And if I was with you guys, you'd be able to like get all of that to me and I would actually have a great time. Absolutely. That's, that's a very good explanation. Um, yeah, not enjoying concerts does sort of undermine the musician of the pair, doesn't it? It does. It does. Yeah, see, Pike, what about you, man? I, at various points, you know, in having these, these argument type of discussions with friends, you know, discussing top fives, I have listed both of these in my top five of things. So sporting events I would have liked to have gone to and concerts I would have liked to have gone to. Wow. So this is a bit tricky, but I, uh, out of these two, I, ha- I mean, I have to pick Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Jordan mm-hmm. with the Bulls. Uh, I would have, especially if it was like his first, during his first three-peat. So before he was, before he was sort of heavy, slower Jordan, when he was still mm-hmm. flying mm-hmm. around. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I've, and I've never sat courtside at an NBA game. I've had some decent seats, but never courtside. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it's when you're up close at mm-hmm. an NBA game watching those guys play, it is unbelievable. I saw LeBron James play um, when he was with Cleveland the first time, 
Mm-hmm. And I've never seen anyone play like that. I mean, just yeah. just his the sheer physical ability at for somebody who's the size of you know a mountain is yeah. <clears throat> is insane. So yeah, it would have to be Jordan just because I I don't think that is an experience that could be forgotten. Hey, but, Big T, I got a question for you, man, because I almost yeah. think in a bizarro kind of a way that you might be interested more in Jackson than Jordan. You know what, Big R, you are so insightful, and uh, and the answer is is yes, I would. Uh, in part because I have sat courtside for Michael Jordan. Um, I well, was there doing, you go. Yeah, I was doing basketball coverage uh, when he was in his last year with the Wizards. Uh, so I actually got to interview him for a minute, and then I got to sit uh, at the press table and watch him play. And 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 like Pipe says, I mean, it is it's incredibly breathtaking to be at at court level or field level. I think for any pro sporting event and. It was awesome, man. I mean, it was it lived up to everything that I thought it would be to see Jordan live, even as a wizard. He was still super competitive. Um, but yeah, I would cho- I would choose uh, Michael Jackson. I would I would definitely choose that just because it's. Uh, I- I'm interested in crowd dynamics. I'm interested in great performers of any ilk, and uh, I think watching him do his thing and and kind of own and captivate an audience would be a really fun thing to see. And yeah, see, without this- a doubt. This is a hard one for me because I, whichever one, if, if you put tickets to both of them in front of me and I picked one, I would regret my choice. doesn't mm. matter which one it is because I knew I know I was missing something spectacular at the other option. Well, that kind of says something about your psyche, I think, Pipe, and a little bit of self-loathing and a little bit of maybe <laughs> stuff that you have to work out. You hey, know? can we talk about that for a few minutes? Because now I'm fascinated. Get Piper on the Chase Lounge and have him swipe his insurance card, and we can take notes, Big R. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to need look. something a little bit more, uh, a little bit more pointed than talk about that. So ask away. <laughs> well, let me so, let me take let me get out my CCEF certification here and start asking some <laughs> yeah. questions. You know, well, get you're, out your you're, you're going to end up with sin and grace. That's where CCEF <laughs> stuff goes. So sin and grace, <laughs> sin and grace. So uh, yeah, what what aspect of sin is shown in uh, in my self loathing about pick, making the wrong choice? <laughs> Yeah. You know what? Right. I have nothing. I, I only had the snarky comment. I, I don't I, even have a CCF certification. I was just being, man, I just, I just want to pretend like I did, you know? I would well, have been somewhat impressed if you did. You, you need to get on that, my friends. As I think a, I'm going with the other one, the ACBC. Sorry, that's probably going to get me killed in some circle. Right. <laughs> right, reform, right. I don't think reform. I think reformedum only accepts CCEF certification. Absolutely. Right? You better I'm, believe it. Although I'm not sure Baptists do. Because well, I don't have to worry about that then. Great. Okay, so I'm good. Yeah, you're good. <clears throat> All clear. Big R, this uh, this last question, man, is gonna th- this one's gonna hit close to home for you. It's gonna be very difficult. Okay. Um, well, just you know, step me through it. I will step. I will walk you through it. Uh, we'll lean into this together. This is from Eric Schumacher, uh, who writes: Would you rather spend 24 hours watching "It's a Wonderful Life" or listening to "Wonderful Christmas Time" on repeat? So again, twenty-four hours watching "It's a Wonderful Life" or listening to "Wonderful Christmas Time." On- I mean, that's just—that's no. I mean, I, I know it seems like I'm struggling right now, and I'm shaking, and uh-huh. there's like tears coming down my Trembling. eyes. But honestly, it's—it's—it's uh, it, it's a no-brainer. Obviously, it would be a twenty-four-hour "It's a Wonderful Life" marathon for me. Mm-hmm. Not even a question. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? pipe. Talk about this, <clears throat> man. Um, what is? How intently do we have to watch? That's a that's a really interesting question because if it was just on in the background and I could like text or read a book or whatever, 
Yeah, that, that I mean, Piper, that's so tedious. Obviously, I mean, you know, to listen to one horrible Christmas song over and over again. Well, because here's the thing: like, yeah. if if you turn on music, it's usually in the background. How many people just sit in their living rooms and play music and just sit and listen? Maybe mm. the first time you hear a song, but usually it's just background. It's it's ambient sure. noise, sure, which right. is. And so, if I was picking which would I prefer to be my ambient noise for 24 hours, it's definitely "It's a Wonderful Life" because "Wonderful Christmas Time" is. It's like top three worst songs ever. Yeah. It's and it's awful. this heinous earwig it's that would hideous. be stuck in my head for a month afterwards. And it and would burrow into your brain yeah, and lay, like lay eggs and then hatch. And who knows what that – and then, then it would turn into like Christmas shoes or something like that. I mean it's oh. just so, – Careful. So, Careful. It's a, so It's a Wonderful Life is the clear choice unless I'm expected to sit on the couch – and actually watch it for 24 hours straight. I don't think she distinguished, or they didn't distinguish whether you could have your iPad or not, Pipe. You're okay. All right. It's so okay. if it's if it's just sort of the thing that is on, it's clearly It's a Wonderful Life, because the other one would kill me. I what agree. about you, Big T? You know, same thing. I, I worry about Wonderful Christmas Time on the level of the burrowing into the brain thing and the way that songs get lodged in your head and the yes. way that... Once they're there, you really you got to do a lot of work to get rid of them. I, I I think I think it's a wonderful life for me. It would be more innocuous. I think I could ignore it. I think I could enjoy kind of the the atmosphere of the black and white movie. Sure, um, I could enjoy things about it. Whereas there's nothing that I could enjoy or affirm about Wonderful Christmas Time. Because honestly, you know, it, during the holidays, there, we spend at least a couple of days where that song is lodged in our head. Yeah, and we we it can't escape, and we don't know what we're gonna do. And then the only thing that replaces it is when that one Mariah Carey or that Wham song comes on, and then we're we're just we're equally as is screwed. We, we don't get to yeah, fix it, yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, guys, we've uh, we've wandered to and uh, to and far to and fro, uh, as our old colleague used to say. Um, Pipe, do we need to uh, do we need to land the plane here? Or we've we've got a few kind of footnoted uh, would you rather's too. There are well, a few more we, here we've 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 gone through the best of the listener suggestions. These were a couple I wrote up just in case, and I feel like I should apologize to listeners in case we didn't get solid uh, mm-hmm. submissions. But the listeners came strong, so we can ignore the last few. They did come strong, man. So thank you to uh, all our listeners, uh, both for chipping in with these topics, but also just for listening um, religiously. Pardon the pun. Uh, week after week, so we uh, we appreciate what you do, and uh, gentlemen, I appreciate. We have some sponsorship, don't we, to cover? Uh, yeah, Resonate Recordings, our, uh, our 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 old standbys, man, old faithful. You know, that's what I call those guys. And from uh, a recording standpoint. And in a forthcoming episode, listeners can know that the resident artist on this show will be providing a new bumper for us, so that it's not. Uh, it's not Stephen L. Trogi doing his Stephen L. Trogi thing anymore. So in the near future, that will happen. You so get on that, faith. Piper. Yeah, I said get resident artist, not me. <clears throat> so Kind of more sadness as Trogues just gets further and further in the rear view. Hey, what happened know? to that kid? Did he? Uh, what happened to his stint in rehab, Piper? You know, they uh, they let him out and he was supposed to show up at a halfway house and he never showed. And so it's just he's just sort of in our thoughts and prayers right now. Send, send your uh, best wishes his way. I oh, think that's he was sad. photographed in photographed yeah. in Vegas in a wig and a mustache. I hope there's a book and a blog post that's going to come on the heels of that. You know? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, gentlemen, um, we've wandered to and fro. Uh, this has been a great app. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks again to the listeners and to the boys at uh, Resonate Recordings for making us sound good. 
Um, until next time, Rachel the Held Evans. Have you ever considered yourself a messenger? I mean, you are called by God, and aren't we all praying the big prayer, here I am, Lord, send me. So if we put two and two together, you've got a message to deliver, my friend. Whether it's mics like this, bookshelves around the world, stages to take, art to make, or businesses to build, it's time we start testifying truth, unashamedly, creatively, and in love. My name is Tamara Andress, the host of the Messenger Movement Podcast, which is designed to catalyze Christians to speak, write, build, and testify. I use my mic like a machete, so if you don't like to get your toes stepped on or pushed off cliffs to finally jump on in with Jesus, I may be too much for you. But if you're ready to turn your message into a movement and want to run with other messengers doing the thing at scale globally, search and follow the Messenger Movement Podcast on your favorite podcast platform or lifeaudio.com today.